Welcome to the Arena Fanatic College Football Talk Podcast. I am your host, Matt Hetzler, and I'm joined by Mr. Arena Fanatic Tyler Smith himself. Tyler, this is College Football Week 8. Buddy, we are going to be halfway through the season after these games conclude on Saturday. How does that make you feel? A little concerned, Matt, because once once we get to, I believe it's week 15, my interest in college football goes goes down pretty significantly. So I'm getting a little worried because I love the regular season so much. But uh, here we are, week 8, somehow, some way. Yeah, you mean to tell me that you're not a uh, bowl game type of guy? You, know, you don't like nope. the uh, bad boys uh, Gasparilla Bowl? You don't like that? Ah, I, no, and it's played in the the trap, which is a sad, 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 sad place. So, no, I don't. I don't like bowl games, Matt. Well, we will definitely be doing a bowl preview podcast uh, coming in the off season. So, oh man. Uh, nope. I'm going to need a five-hour energy for that one. And I tell you what, buddy, we will be talking about most of those teams in bowl games that we're going to be talking Mm -hmm. about here in the opening drive. We're talking about the best games out of each group of five conference. And, Tyler, let's kick off with this is a massive game. Oh, yeah. Tulane at Memphis, baby. Yeah. Both teams coming in at 5-1 and one in the AAC West. Huge implications on the line. And, Matt, guess what? People will actually be able to watch this one. Saturday night or 7 p.m. on ESPN2. Tune in, people. Tune in. This is an evenly matched matchup. I like that. I like both quarterbacks in White and McMillan. Memphis at home, always tough. Both running attacks have been strong this year. I think Memphis, though, will have to go to the air more to win this one because of that stout Tulane front. I see a low-scoring affair, 27-24 Memphis. Tyler's going with Memphis. Um, I actually have a pick on this one in the betting segment, so I will hold off on my Ooh, pick until we get there. Okay. Oh, man. Um, let's move on into the Conference USA, Tyler, where – Southern Miss, they're on a roll. Oh, man. As they visit Louisiana Tech, Tyler, who's going to win this ballgame? Battle of the two first-place teams in Conference USA West. Abraham, I've knocked him a little bit. He has played well. I like what I've seen. Smith for La Tech, he's been pretty solid as well this year for the Bulldogs. Both will be tested by the respective opponents on D. The Southern Miss O has proven to take a step forward this season. That was my biggest question. I've liked what I've seen so far. Yes, you heard me correct, Southern Miss fans. I like it. But I need Louisiana Tech and Adrian Hardy to finally step up and have a big game. I believe he does. I believe La Tech at home is going to be tough to deal with. Southern Miss in Hattiesburg would be a win. At La Tech, a loss. Give me the Bulldogs. Uh, I'm right there with you, Tyler. I like the home team in this game, and I expect a ton of points in that one. That's going to be a fun one to watch. Um, mm-hmm. Let's move on here. I'm going to cover uh, the game out of the MAC, which is a surprising 2-0. Kent State in the MAC East taking on Ohio on the road. Uh, man, Kent State. Now, granted, they're 2-0 in the league, but they've played Bowling Green and Akron, which is the two worst teams in the league. Bowling Green uh, beat Toledo. But I'm telling you, Kent State, they're actually playing good D. Uh, they're playing really good sound offense so far uh, early in conference play. Uh, now, I liked Kent State in the offseason mainly because of Woody Barrett. 
However, he is not the quarterback currently. Uh, Dustin Crum is doing quite a hell of a job there. Uh, I mean, he is accurate. He's not making mistakes, and he's got that passing game going. That's what they needed here at uh, Kent State, but, but they're going to run into kind of a buzzsaw here. Ohio coming off a inexplicable loss at home to Northern Illinois after getting a tough road win over Buffalo just a couple of weeks ago. I, I'm a bit surprised so far of what we've seen out of Ohio. They're just struggling, you know, but I got to go with the veteran guy here. I got to go with Rourke, and I got to go with Frank Solich at home. This is a must-win game for Ohio. If they plan on getting to Detroit, give me Ohio here. Yes, Matt. Uh, fun fact, I have been to a game at Kent State at Dick Stadium once upon a time many, many moons ago. But enough about that. Well, do you remember, Tyler, uh, many, many yes. moons ago when we went to Ohio for a basketball camp in high school? I do, I do. We stayed in the dorms inside the arena. That was kind of cool. Uh, I, remember, I remember it being a pretty rowdy time. I'm telling you, and we need to make a return trip to Athens here in the oh, future. yeah. Purdue. They got Purdue at home in basketball. That is uh, that is a good opportunity for us, and it would be good to get back to Athens. But in this game, Matt, I, oh, I think I've picked Ohio to beat Pitt on this podcast. I've Me been, too. Uh, I've pretty much picked them to beat everybody they've played. And I'm going to pick them again, and I'll probably be let down, and Kent State will get this one and solidify themselves in the East, but I'm going to go with Ohio. All right, buddy. Well, let's head out west here, Tyler. Mount West Showdown. Late night Saturday, baby. Early Sunday morning game here. Air Force on the road at Hawaii. Tyler, can Hawaii get off the deck and get bounce back win here after that loss at Boise? Oh, man. Yeah. That was a horrendous performance. This is a this is a key matchup for both teams. Hawaii needs to keep pace with San Diego State in the West, and Air Force would remain in the hunt with a win in the Mountain Division. Hawaii's D let me down last week. I can't tell you that enough. They let me down. These teams have a contrast in styles. Obviously, Air Force likes to get it done on the ground. Hawaii through the air. They both do that very well. Hawaii will need to avoid three and outs in this one as Air Force is eighth in the country in time of possession. So if they continue to get three and outs, watch out. Air Force is going to take over this game. If Hawaii can get out in front and make big plays early, I like their odds. They should have this game in the bag. Hawaii, W, and I, yep, Hawaii, W. Uh, I'm right there with you, Tyler. I like Hawaii as well in this one. Uh, let's move on to the Sun Belt here, Tyler, where we're going to feature Louisiana in the game of the week for the second consecutive week. Now, of course, last week they lost at home to App State. They head out on the road, and they're going to go play at Arkansas State, Tyler. Uh, who's going to win this one? Oh, yeah, Thursday night Sun Belt action. We've got Sun Belt action going on right now, South Alabama and Troy. But Louisiana comes in as nearly a touchdown favorite. Arkansas State needs to pick their defensive rush. They got thrashed by Georgia State last week on the ground. Also, because that's what Louisiana does well. They run the ball, currently sixth in the nation in rushing. Now, don't completely count out, Matt, Arkansas State, as they do have a hell of a quarterback-wide receiver combo in Hatcher and Bayless. I just don't see them stopping the Cajuns. Louisiana, W. All right, buddy, now let's hop on in, too. 
one of our favorite segments here, Tyler. We're going to pick six games against the spread. And I realize that I have yet to post those, Tyler, uh, in our script. So just go with me here. I will read them off as we go. Um, okay. I look some of them up. Yeah, let's start with you here. Uh, we're going to go to the ACC. Duke at Virginia. Virginia, just a three-point favorite, my friend. What do you I like now? Here we are again. Duke Duke has been strong on offense all year. I like what they've been able to do on the ground. But UVA mighty good on defense, allowing less than 100 rushing yards a game. With little to no run game from Perkins and Virginia, he's going to have to get it done via the air. He's going to have to stand in that pocket and throw this ball down the field. I think they can do that in this one at home. Cavaliers cover the three and a half. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm with you there, Tyler. Uh, I think Virginia's going to win this game. Um, quite a letdown last week uh, on the Friday night game. But, you know, what are we, what are we supposed to do, Tyler? We, we, we see a good shot, we take it, and sometimes <sighs> it does not work out in our favor. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. I'm going to take this one here, Tyler. Oh. Uh, back into the MAC. We get to talk about a lot of MAC this week. Toledo at Ball State, Ball State. Leading the Mac West, as we talked about on the on the recap here, Ball State a one and a half point favorite. I'm not sure why, Tether. I'm going to take Toledo here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the more veteran team. They're the more explosive team. And you know, Ball State's a great story so far. Blight's playing good at uh, quarterback. He got Huntley on the ground. I'm telling you, they got great players on the offensive side for Ball State. But that defense is so bad. It is so bad. Um, 400 and, uh, 404 yards per game. But uh, I'm telling you, Toledo's going to torch them in the air in this one, Tyler. Two big wins for Ball State on the road back-to-back, Northern Illinois and Eastern Michigan. And as we saw last week with Toledo, they fell apart on the road at Bowling Green. Dear yes, Lord, that was did. awful. This is a perfect get-back spot for the Rockets. I'm not buying Ball State yet. Give me Toledo here. And, Matt, I'm with you. I'm going to be taking Toledo in this spot, it's hard not to take Toledo, so give me the Rockets. Taking the Rockets, Tyler. All right, let's get on to the ACC once again here, Tyler. North Carolina, a three-and-a-half-point favorite at Virginia Tech, Tyler. What do you like there? Well, I did have Virginia Tech dead to me at one point in the review podcast. I love the emergence of Hooker at quarterback, though. I said they are dead to me. Here comes the emergence of Hooker at QB, I love it. UNC on a bit of a slide, only winning one of their last four games. I'm putting trust. I'm putting my trust into the Virginia Tech defense. Give me the three and a half points. Uh, I'm going North Carolina here, Tyler. As we've oh, seen God. so far, oh, better God. coach team. Very much a better coach team. <laughs> on the road, though. It's Virginia Tech. Everybody wins yeah. at Virginia Tech. Uh, uh, we're we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. Matt, how about another Maction moment here? Northern Illinois at Miami, Ohio, the local Red Hawks. Yeah, I love the Red Hawks most years, Tyler, but I still just do not like this offense. It is putrid. 260 total yards, Tyler. They just can't move the ball. Uh, nothing uh, is working for them. I still am stunned that they beat Buffalo a couple of weeks ago. Um, I am too. I mean, if it wasn't for Buffalo turning it over like four damn times, uh, they had that one in the bag. All right, but back to this one here, Tyler. 
uh, Gabbard is just not, he's not the guy for me. For Miami, he makes too many mistakes. Uh, he's a young guy, you know, but they just can't run the ball. They can't throw the ball, and they're not going to find any success here against Northern Illinois, who is surprisingly still very good on D. Uh, after that upset win last week at Ohio, they get to stay in the state of Ohio, and they get two straight wins in Ohio. I still don't know how they lost the ball state at home, Tyler, but let's roll with Bowers and the NIU Huskies here. I'm right there with you, Matt. This Northern Illinois D should have no problem stopping Miami, Ohio, and be able to cover that spread. I'm taking the Huskies as well. And now we're going to end up here, Tyler, in the SEC. Do you want to give me? Uh, you want to go first, just to throw a little. Uh, yeah. How about number nine, Florida at South Carolina? Uh, Florida four and a half point favorite currently. Four and a half point fave. That number. I got to say, if you would have asked me three weeks ago, Florida four-and-a-half-point fave, I wouldn't have believed you. South Carolina at home coming off that big win versus Georgia. This is the perfect slot for a flop. This is a perfect spot for Florida to bounce back. Give me the Gators minus four-and-a-half. I like how you say that, Tyler. Uh, but I'm actually going to find a tweet here from the oh. bear, Chris Felica, uh, oh specifically talking about this situation. Uh, where a team comes off a, uh, actually retweet it the other day. So it says perspective on South Carolina spot this week. Since 2000, there's been 14 teams to win outright as a 20-point dog, and then they were a dog in their next regular season game. Those 14, Tyler, are 11 and three against the spread. Oh my! That's all I needed to know, buddy. No way! You're gonna I'm take taking South Carolina, Carolina here, Tyler. Oh god! Um, the Florida yeah. is extremely banged up on defense. And I'm not saying that South Carolina is just going to have a field day. But I'm still concerned, Tyler, about Florida running the ball. They have, not, they have not shown us that they can run the damn ball. And as I pull up, I, I forgot to look up last week's box score against LSU in the run. Uh, but I'm sure it wasn't great. Let's look at it here real quick. Um, yes, it was not great, Tyler. 3.7 yards per carry. Not good. Not good. Not good. That might get you... A slight win at South Carolina. But let's not forget who's, who's coaching here, Tyler. Will Muschamp. Oh, Muschamp. He, he, he's he got that bad taste in the mouth from his debacle at Florida. And I'm telling you, man, this is just going to be a tough spot for Florida because they got Georgia on deck. So, Ooh. Yeah, that, that does make it a little tr- more tricky. But I'm still going with Florida. I'm not buying into this South Carolina team. Listen, if Rodrigo could hit a field goal, it would have been over. But they didn't. South yeah, Carolina well, wins. And here's what I like about here's what I really like about South Carolina, Tyler. They're running the ball for almost 200 yards per game. Um, they're actually one of the better running efficiency offenses in the country. And uh, apparently, Helinski's injury not that bad, not that serious. He's going to be back on the field this week. And I'm telling you, man, South Carolina's offense has enough to just grind the game out. And if they can get a couple turnovers like they did against Georgia, I like South Carolina here. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Florida the win, but I'm giving them a two point win. Give me oh. South Carolina and the points in this one. Okay. All right, and then I'll remember that one. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna put that out, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, what a f- idiot!" And then I'll have to retweet them later in the night and have a little fun. Um, <laughs> let's end the pick six here, Tyler. We're gonna talk about uh, real quick LSU at Mississippi State. 
This is an 18 and a half point spread. <clears throat> Again, uh, I'm going to take the dog here. Uh, oh 18 and a half points. I like the points here, Tyler. And I'll tell you why. Similar to Georgia situ or Florida situation. LSU, big win last week against Florida. This is a sandwich game. Next week, LSU hosts Auburn. They're not thinking about this Mississippi State game. They know they can go through the motions and get a win. They're not worried about losing this game. They're not going to lose. But I think that Mississippi State can just hang around, put up about 20 points. LSU scores 35. They get out the door. Um, yeah, it's like a don't get injured, stay healthy week. LSU just run a vanilla offense. Don't show too much. Uh, but Joe Burrow, I would like to see him have a nice game because this kid deserves the Heisman so far, in my opinion. So we need him to do well. Uh, Mississippi State's quarterback situation is a joke, which is, is why it seems kind of stupid to take 18.5 points here. But still, that defense isn't that bad. They might be able to hang in there. So give me Mississippi State here, the points. Matt, you could have told me LSU was a 30-point fave, and I was gonna, I would take it. I, I think LSU can go through the motions and beat these boys by 30. Book it. Yeah. Tyler, it's, it's a sandwich game. Sandwich. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, they can beat these guys by three touchdowns without even trying. Uh, see, but Mississippi State's finally back at home. At home, they're not that bad. On the road, yeah. they're atrocious. I mean, maybe in the past, but they're, they're a disaster right now. Are you trying to tell me that Joe Moorhead, former Penn State offensive coordinator, is not the greatest genius since Chip Kelly? Oh, he's oh, since Chip Kelly. That was a good slide in there. I, I like Joe. I don't know if Mississippi State was the place for him. And to overhaul that roster from what Dan Mullen had to do what he wants to do, yeah, it's going to take some time. Yeah, he's going to leave. He's going to go to Rutgers. Oh, God. Well, best of luck to Moorhead. He, he needs to get the hell out of Starkville. He needs to, <laughs> he, he needs to go back to his, like, back in the Northeast or something. Yeah, um, yeah maybe UConn. Maybe UConn will come calling. Well, you get a sweet package there. Uh, like yeah. every first down, you get an extra twenty in your pocket. It's a hell of a hell of a bonus structure there, in stores. All right, bud. Well, let's move on here, Tyler, to first down, and this is the Tyler show right here in first down. We're going to start here in a big game, Temple after a big win last week on the road at undefeated and number nineteen SMU. Tyler, who wins this game? Matt, I do like what I saw out of Temple last week, and I do have a little bit of concerns with them going on the road. SMU on the road is a team, or SMU at home is a team I like. I do realize that they did struggle last week. They needed double OT to get it done, but I trust in this SMU team and Jones at running back. I think he can be enough to get past this Temple defense. Give me SMU. SMU, Tyler. Ah, man, I'm telling you, this is a tough game for me. I, I want it SMU to tough. keep winning. Uh, I'm just going to go with them because I want them to win, but I think Temple, Temple's got a shot here. Um, they're a live dog, in my opinion. Uh, this next game, I don't know why I had this game on first down, Tyler. Yeah, I was kind of wondering, but that's okay. Uh, we got number 14, Boise State at BYU, Tyler. Yeah. Boise State, it it I don't care who's at quarterback. It's going to be no problem. We saw what BYU could could do without Wilson. 
Oh, just a loss at USF. South Florida is horrendous. Boise State last week. Bachmeyer goes down. No problem. Corden Henderson come in. Boom. Three touchdowns from those boys. No problem. Boise State keeps on rolling in this one. I'm not sure, again, why you put on here. But, hey, Matt, it, it is a big-sounding matchup because both these programs have a lot of hype around them. But Boise State, they're going to keep rolling. They're looking to get that NY6 bid. They're going to do it. Yeah, injuries have kind of derailed this game. Um, but, again, it, it's kind of a down week. I, I probably should have put t- Tulane in there. Uh, Memphis, we probably should have put that in first down. But uh, I'm with you, Tyler. The BYU offense, uh, I actually have a best bet coming on this game. Uh, this is my best bet this week. So oh. stay tuned oh. for the betting segment, my friends. Yes. Yeah, stay Don't tuned. turn it off yet. Uh, let's move on into second down here, Tyler. Um, number 19, Baylor at Oklahoma State. This is just a spot where I love uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, Baylor, I know that I know Baylor's undefeated, three zero in the conference, and they've 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 won some good games here. There, they beat Iowa State, who's one of my favorite teams in the Big Twelve. Uh, they absolutely crushed Kansas State on the road, and they just got lucky last week against Texas Tech. I think their luck runs out here, Tyler. I expect Sanders to bounce back after a bye week, have everything together, and, and I, I expect a big game out of this guy. Now, granted, I still love Baylor's defense. Baylor can stop the pass. They can stop the run. But we're going to see how good that defense is this week when they got to face Sanders, Hubbard, and Wallace. How many weeks are in a row now, Tyler? Have we talked about Chuba Hubbard and the Heisman? Uh, a, a million weeks, I think. They're, they're our guys. Yeah, after, since week one. Um, I'm telling you, I think this, this, this is a perfect spot for him to have a coming-out party because I think the narrative around the country still is Hey, he plays for Oklahoma State. Big 12's not that good. This Baylor defense is damn good. And if Hubbard can have a big game here, he's going to put his name on the map. And watch out for Tylen Wallace outside, man. I'm telling you, I like the three-headed monster Oklahoma State has. The defense is a bit concerning, but Charlie Brewer here last week, three picks, the first three picks of the season. I kind of expect a little regression from this guy, and I think it continues a little bit this week. Maybe just a couple more mistakes. Oklahoma State wins here, Tyler. Um, I think they're going to win by double digits. I, I just really like Oklahoma State here. Huh, that's interesting, man. I was kind of expecting you to go the other way. I'm I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to take Baylor. I think they continue to keep it rolling. I think Oklahoma State is going to make some mistakes that Baylor is going to capitalize on. I think Charlie Brewer will bounce back from that weak performance last week. But Sanders, he's been a little inconsistent lately, and I think it's going to continue versus Baylor defense. I want Hubbard, obviously, to have a massive game because he's my Heisman guy, but give me the Baylor Bears. All right, buddy. Let's head up to the Big Ten. Here is another great second down matchup, Tyler. Oh, yeah, thriller. Number four, Ohio State on the road at Northwestern. Friday night game was supposed to be on Fox. It's now moved to the Big Ten Network. So, oh, God. I missed that news. Ooh. Yeah, the, uh, well, the Yankees and Astros game, I think, got postponed. Oh, they had yes, to move it back to right. Friday or whatever. Oh, God. And apparently baseball trumps uh, college football here. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I think they'd have a bigger audience for this game despite it being Northwestern. 
Yeah, I think it'd be pretty close, actually. Ohio State and the Yankees, so, yeah, pretty close. Yeah, and you got that Chicago market there with Northwestern. I know everybody loves Northwestern. Uh, yeah. Anyway here, Tyler, um, this is a 28-point spread. And <sighs> Northwestern is terrible. I have no other way to put it. <laughs> but but usually, this might be a spot, Tyler. I'm going to try to make a case here for Northwestern. Oh, gosh, sounds like Michigan State all over again. Yes, I'm going to try to make a case here. Um, oh, God, the quarterback situation is so bad. Yeah, let's hear you make a case. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Um, all right, there's no case. Uh, Justin <laughs> Fields is going to have a field day. J.K. Dobbins, again, if he has a – this is a spot where he can make a 200-yard-plus uh, performance and – and vault himself up into our Heisman top five. Um, yeah, uh, I don't even know who's starting quarterback for Northwestern. I think it's still just up in the air. I don't think they it know what they're going to do. Uh, it doesn't matter. You're right. Ohio State only allowing 82 rushing yards. Northwestern's off the line, not great. I expect a ton of sacks. I expect a lot of pressure. I expect some turnovers. I expect an Ohio State about 63 to like four win. I like Ohio State in this one. Northwestern it can't even get over the 300-yard mark from total offense. If you can't do that, well, you're not going to win many games. Hunter Johnson, I believe, is going to be at quarterback. He's been extremely disappointing, to say the least. One touchdown, four interceptions on the year. Good God. No wonder the guy transferred out of Clemson, Matt. He he was never going to play there. Thought it. Northwestern was getting a big-time prospect. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Nothing. Ohio State, massive win. Well, at least uh, Johnson's still young. So there is some time. Uh, but yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, they, they've kind of wasted a really good defense this year with how bad that offense is. But, again, Pat Fitzgerald, he's a good underdog coach. But I just don't see it here. Um, but, again, we didn't see South Carolina Georgia last week. So there could be some hope. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. All right, but let's hop on into our betting segment here, Tyler. Oh, yeah. Did your best bet win last week? No, it didn't. I went with BYU, if you recall. That's right. That I, was, I went that with was Eastern horrendous. Michigan. Oh, yeah. God, that was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, Eastern Michigan is dead to me, so I will not be picking them ever again, as tempting Good. as it may be. Um, let's hop on into your best bet first here, Tyler. What do you like? On the card. Boise State, minus seven. There's no way in hell they're not going to cover this one. Lay the mortgage on that. Ooh, That's lay my the mortgage. Yeah. I'm going to laugh no my ass off hell. when BYU wins. There's no way in hell BYU is winning this game. There's no way. No way possible. Minus seven, Boise State. That's my best bet. Matt, what do you have? Uh, my best bet is the same game, Tyler. Oh. And we got a total. A total. I don't like I don't like giving out totals that often, but this one right here, Tyler, uh, I actually got it earlier in the week at fifty and a half. It is now at forty six and a half. Take the under. I'm telling you, I don't see many points out of BYU, and BYU's defense is good enough to hold Boise to roughly four touchdowns ish. This is like a twenty eight three twenty eight seven type game. Take the under in this game. Probably a pretty good call, Matt. So we're both uh, on the game, but different 
different options there. I like, like it. I like it. My upset pick, Matt, Hawaii plus three. I think they're going to bounce back versus Air Force. Yeah, my upset pick here, Tyler. Uh, you talked about the game earlier. I told you I had a pick for it. I got Tulane plus four. Ooh. I, I, I like them like to win too. outright. I do. I like Memphis, but I respect that pick, Matt. I respect that one. And who is your super dog this week? Mississippi State, 18 and a half points. No. <laughs> oh, my God. No. There wasn't many okay. options on the double-digit dogs this week. Uh, I saw some options out there, Matt. And actually, can we just roll into third down? What's your super dog? Is it in the third down? Can we roll right into third down? Oh, you're going with the fighting Herm Edwards. Mm, maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Third down here, Tyler. Number 17, Arizona State at number 13, Utah, Tyler. Tell us why you love Herm Edwards so much. Oh, yes, the Hermanator, man. He's getting it done there in Tempe. And I like what I've seen out of him so far this year, Matt. Guess guess what uh, channel this game's going to be on, though? This big top 25 matchup oh, for the Pac-12. Is it on the damn Pac-12 network? It is on the Pac-12 network. Does the F off Pac-12 network. Like, why does this thing even exist? This happens every year. A game in the Pac-12 that you're like, hey, you know what? I might actually want to watch that one. And guess what? They put it on the Pac-12 network so nobody can see it. Yeah, I'd like I'm, to watch this I'm game, pissed. too. I would love to watch this game. I would, too. This is a huge game. Big game for both programs. Arizona State can take a commanding lead in the Pac-12 South, and Utah can es- escape from what would be considered a start to a disappointing season if they go down with a loss. Jaden Daniels, difference maker for this team. Freshman quarterback. I love what I've seen out of him. He's been a little bit under the radar. He gets it done with his legs, and he has been taking care of the ball in the past. He will need to do more of the same versus this Utah defense. For the Utes, it starts obviously with Huntley. He's been solid this season. Zach Moss back from injury last week. Moss broke out for a 91-yard run. I like both defenses in this game. I don't see either team blowing each other out. I'm taking the upset, baby. Arizona State. Hey, I like that, Tyler. I like it a lot. I like how you talked about there won't be many points or, or tough defense. So, I like the under in this game as well. Um, but I'm going to go with Utah. i got to go with the home team here. Oh, you're going to take the home team? That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to take That's the home fine. team. Uh, it's a big game for them. They have to win this one. Uh, but, yeah, play the under in this game as well. This That was second on my best bet. So uh, I agree. I think it's going to be just uh, it's going to be similar to that Michigan State game earlier in the year. Very low scoring. Arizona State edges them out at the end. All right, but staying in the Pac-12 here for third down, Tyler. Oregon, number twelve, on the road at uh, Washington, number twenty-five. Of course, they had to put Washington at twenty-five just to make this a yeah, top twenty-five for TV. matchup. Yeah. Um, if it would have been on the Pac-12 network, they would have left that off. Uh, no doubt. Uh, what do you like here, my friend? Well, my biggest questions: Are we going to see the good Washington team or the bad Washington team? Because good Washington, they could win this game, Matt. They absolutely could win this game. They will need to find an answer in offense to break down an Oregon D that isn't even at this point giving up nine points per game. These guys are giving them about eight point six per game. That's incredible. If Jacob Eason, Matt, I got a Jacob Eason, the man from Georgia. 
If he wants to improve his draft stock, this would be the game to help him do that. Washington did look pretty good last week versus Arizona. Granted, they were getting some gifts left and right. But Oregon is a different monster. The Oregon offense, however, eh, it's been average to this to my expectations for them. Herbert, Herbert, they need to let him loose, man. They don't let this guy loose. They kind of control him. They're going to have to let him loose because they lost the top target to injury this week. So with that being said, open up that playbook, spread things around. I think it'll be a tight one, but Oregon wins. Oh, Tyler going Oregon, going with a favorite here. I shouldn't be surprised, Tyler. Here's here's my thing about Oregon, though. Herbert's best receiver slash tight end plus favorite target is out. Jacob Breeland. That's a massive blow to this Oregon offense. Like, cause the o- Oregon offense is just not very good. They haven't been able to get anything going. Uh, I like Washington here, and, and Washington's actually an underdog, which is shocking to me. Because I, I think Washington is the better team, and I think Washington gets to win. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Washington? You're yeah. taking? Wow, you've been on Oregon all year. Yeah, th- uh, this is a tough spot. And like I said, Jacob Breland out for the Ducks for the rest of the season. That's yeah. just a massive blow to that offense. It is, but I think that if they would just let Herbert loose, man, because remember in that, They're not gonna in that Auburn game, and remember in that Auburn game, it was just horrendous to watch. It's like they were just like, don't throw it. Don't don't throw it past 10 yards. Don't do this. Don't do that. I can't can't handle it anymore. I'm hoping they let him loose. They're not going to let him loose, Tyler. You're going to be very disappointed in, in the play calling. It, it's just awful. They, they do need to let him throw the ball more, uh, but that's just oh, not the man. style. Oh, not, man. Not the style. So. All right. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in that one. Well, let's move on to fourth down here, Tyler. We'll talk oh, about the yeah. biggest game of the week. Let's see if you and I are going to agree on this one. Probably not. So we've got number 16, Michigan, on the road in Happy Valley. Tyler, you want to go first, my friend? It seems like there's a chance of snow in Happy Valley. We have whiteout conditions in State College. Michigan needs this one in a bad way, Matt, because everyone knows how horrible Harbaugh has been in these big games. And here's what they have going for them. Here's what Michigan has going for them. A solid defense. Penn State, they've struggled in this spot so far this season. Good D's equal the struggle bus for that Penn State offense, C. Pitt, and Iowa. Now, if you look at the Michigan offense, look away. You don't, you don't want to look. Stop looking at it. Shea Patterson hasn't been anywhere as good as we thought he could be. The new system, well, there's nothing new about it. Same old Michigan offense. It's hard to watch. Penn State needs to get Clifford in a rhythm early. Easy completions build that confidence. The Lomb boys need to be put need to put this team on their back, Matt. I need to see the Lomb boys get going, and I think they can do it. The key difference maker in this game will be Hamler. If he can break off a few big plays, that could be enough for a W. And now for the pick. This series has been blowout city for the past three meetings. Penn State got blown out first, then Michigan got blown out, then Penn State gets blown out. This year, Penn State 27, Michigan 20. Ooh, Tyler's going with the Michigan cover. I like that, my friend. Uh, 
yeah, nine point game, uh, nine point spread here, Tyler, which is just absolutely crazy to me. Um, mainly because I don't like either offense. Uh, I think they're both going to try to control the clock here. Uh, I'll tell you, what I saw last week out of Clifford, eh, that was rough. It was rough, but here's the key. If Clifford can beat the guys, with, with beat Michigan with his feet and allow that opening in the passing game and, and possibly open up some holes for Kane against a, a pretty good Michigan front seven, uh, Penn State could find some success here. But this is going to be a slugfest, Tyler. I don't think yes, it's going to be high scoring yes. at all. Uh, I don't. Oh yeah, the over under here is forty seven. This is another game where I like the under. And call me crazy, Tyler, but I rather have Shea Patterson than I would oh. Sean Clifford. Uh, <sighs> Michigan's running game has gotten a little bit better. Uh, now, granted, those two really good games were against Illinois and Rutgers. I'm still concerned about Michigan's offensive line. How will they hold up? We saw Iowa's offensive line kind of struggle a little bit against Penn State's pressure. And I, like Iowa, and I like Iowa's offense line way better than I do Michigan. So that being said here, Tyler, give me Penn State at home. Oh, it pains me. Oh, man. It, pen, it pains me there. to pick Penn State. It's but hard I, not to pick them. At home. It is. It is. And I think it'll be like a 20-17 to 17 type game. Uh, maybe 2014. Yeah. I just... It's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. I don't I, have I faith like, in Michigan at this I point. I don't think anybody does. That new offense, I mean, I've seen nothing, nothing that's like, oh, yeah, you know what? They're turning the corner. No. And between Patterson and Clifford, I agree. They both really haven't been spectacular this year, but I do like Clifford's running ability in these kind of games. Both defense are very strong. I do like that Clifford can escape with his legs a little bit better than Patterson can. Yes, I think Patterson's just shy to get out there and let the legs go. Uh, if he did add that element and he did go after it, then then I like Michigan uh, a lot better than I do right now. But I just... I was unable to find those holes. They were unable to beat Penn State deep in the past game, except for that one big play. Uh, Michigan has all the stars at wide receiver. They just got to get them the damn ball. And for that to happen, that offensive line has to hold up, Tyler, and that's where my biggest concern is. Uh, like I said, I, I was all over Michigan at Wisconsin. That burned me. I did have oh, Michigan yeah. against Iowa, which worked out. But Penn State at Penn State is a different beast. So... I'm going Penn State yeah. here, Tyler. I know you probably didn't expect that. I didn't. I was fully expecting you to pick Michigan and then me slam you when that didn't happen. But, hey, we both agree on this game. That's that's incredible. Yeah, we usually don't agree too often on fourth downs. Um, no, no. That's been probably our biggest disagreement. Except for uh, except for when, well, I guess the last two weeks we were on the same teams, Auburn and then LSU. Um but yeah, Tyler, uh, that concludes our week eight actual game script we got here, Tyler. Is there anything that you wanted to throw in that we may have missed? I don't believe so. Nothing I can think of. Uh, we did have a nice reaction to our Heisman pick, so I appreciate all the listeners throwing out their 
coaches they'd put on the hot seat and the Heisman. So that's uh, that was nice. That was nice. Yeah, uh, the the podcast Twitter page has been taken off. So we appreciate you guys so much for getting involved. And please, if you have any types of uh, topics or questions or or whatnot, just just tweet them out to us. You know, we'll, we'll we'll shout them out to you, or we'll shout you out, and, and we'll ask your question. We'll answer your question. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we're two of the, I would say, two of the funnest guys on college football Twitter. Um, oh yes, yes. And if you and if you call me an idiot, and then I end up being right, then I'm going to retweet you, and we're going to make fun of you. Uh, if I'm wrong, yes, and you are. told me I was wrong, I'm just going to ignore you. That's how it is. So, yeah, uh, but I will bring it up on the review podcast when those guys are right as well. So you can't get away from them. I get, uh, I'm getting, I can block them out, Tyler. And uh, you know, I used to tweet a lot on Sundays, but uh, lately I have been trying not to because uh, Sundays is about my only day for family time. Mm-hmm. I got to get back. I, I feel like I got to get back on Sundays because it's just such a, a high traffic day with the NFL going on. And then everybody reacting to the new college football polls and college football games from the night before. Um, so I'm going to try to do a little uptick in uh, oh. in a little bit of my my Sunday Twitter. Uh, but again, I'm trying not to piss the wife off. And it's uh, a good idea. You know, That's I got to keep idea. her happy first. So Tyler, if there's nothing else, my friend, why don't you take us out? Thank you, everybody, for listening in to the Week 8 Preview Podcast. Again, you can follow me at Arena Fanatic. You can follow Matt at The Hats, and you can follow our podcast Twitter page at CFB Talk Podcast. Remember to share, subscribe, and review the podcast because that helps us, and it helps you, lets you know when the podcasts are released. We're on a million different locations now. If you just Google Arena Fanatic College Football Talk Podcast. You will find us. And ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have. Week 8 preview. We're halfway to the end of the season. Have a good night.